This is WSKG News. I'm Sarah Gager. With more than half of people who run Pennsylvania's farms aged 55 or older, agricultural communities in the state face an uncertain future. As Anli Herring reports, the industry wants to protect farmland and is bracing for labor shortage. Terry Shield settles behind the steering wheel of his combine harvester. Normally, it's just him and his lab mix Maya perched in the cabin. You gotta share. They keep watch as the towering machine mows over crops, cutting the grain from the chaff. Shields runs a 1,200-acre grain farm about an hour and a half drive northeast of Pittsburgh, just inside Jefferson County. There's no rain in the forecast on this mid-October day, so Shields says he'll keep harvesting soybeans until well past dark. There's times in farming I call it's go time. You just you just got to go. You 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 might work till one two in the morning and and sleep for three or four hours and be back up before the sun comes up. Shield says the long hours are necessary to turn a profit, but he also likes the work. I joked with my friends that if I could find a patch for farming, I'd be the first to sign up because I I am addicted to it. I do and really enjoy it. Um, But I am seriously realizing that I probably do have to pull back on the reins a little bit and slow down. Shields is 62 now and wants to spend more time not farming, with his wife volunteering or just relaxing. He says it'll hurt to walk away. I've been working in farming and driving tractors for uh, at least 55 years, you know. So, yeah, to, to make that monumental shift in lifestyle, there is no reset or reboot button you can push. You know, when once you make the call, you better be prepared to walk away from it because you're not going back. But Shields says the farm hasn't been the same since his older brother retired last year. He and Shields were the fourth generation to run the family business. Shields doesn't know when he'll sell and he doesn't know who will buy the farm. If it were up to him, a younger farmer would take over. But he says financially, that's unlikely. It does seem inevitable that the farm will stop with my brother and I. In agriculture, it's not just farms whose survival hangs in the balance. He's cutting Delmonico steaks. Is that what it is, Delmonico's? John Jamison reviews an order in a room-sized cooler at his meat processing plant outside Latrobe. It's a chilly 35 degrees and beef carcasses hang from the ceiling. Jamison and his wife raise lambs. They bought this plant 30 years ago so they could butcher the animals themselves. But now they're trying to get out of meat processing. They put the facility up for sale about a year ago, but so far there haven't been any takers. Outside watching his sheep graze, Jamison says it's surprising. For years we've heard about the shortage of small plants in this country and you can't get animals butchered. So we thought there would be interest in it but there is not. COVID outbreaks forced some of the biggest meat processors to close, underscoring the need for small plants. But Jamison says there's been a lack of interest. He thinks because the facility is USDA certified, requiring daily inspections. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that. They don't think that the reward is more than the risk, and it is. If the Jamisons can't sell the plant this year, they say they'll let the business die. That would hurt farmers who depend on them to prepare their meat for market. In some places, that ripple effect can cause entire agricultural communities to shrink. 
But in other places, those communities transition into something entirely different. So actually there was five farms in that probably mile and a half or two miles of Glen Eden Road there that are now all full of houses. Republican State Senator Elder Vogel has been a farmer in New Swickley Township his whole life. So I mean, that's just how it's changed in the last 20 years or so. Cornfields run from right behind the house down to the Pennsylvania Turnpike. At one time, all you could see here were farms, but a lot of them have been transformed into subdivisions and storefronts. My dad and everybody, they were all getting up in their ages and some of them sold to farms and retired and other ones passed away and the kids sold the farms. I-79 opened in the 70s. Vogel says that triggered a building boom in Cranberry Township just a few minutes away. As land values shot up, new farmers couldn't afford to buy the property themselves. Vogel says it's been a permanent loss for agriculture. Land is a finite resource we have and every acre you cover with houses, there's another acre you're not going to grow crops on. Pennsylvania lost 6% of its farmland between 2012 and 2017, according to federal estimates. Vogel supports economic growth, but he says it shouldn't come at agriculture's expense. Without a balanced approach, communities like the one he grew up in disappear. Back then, you had neighbors lived up both sides of the road on half a mile away. You'd go ask your neighbor to borrow a hay rake or borrow a wagon or something or whatever, and there's nobody left to do that with anymore. That's another problem Pennsylvania's ag industry is facing in the coming years. Agricultural workers will only become more scarce. A 2018 study predicted there will be 75,000 unfilled ag jobs in the state within a decade. That's about a quarter of today's workforce. Researchers say there won't be enough skilled and migrant workers to fill the gap as current farmers age out. The intergenerational transfer of farms uh, is, is a really important discussion. That's Pennsylvania's Secretary of Agriculture, Russell Redding. We, we've got to be there to support new beginning farmers uh, in that transition and not simply assume that they have all of the support structures around them to be successful. Redding says his industry recognizes the need for workforce development. He's betting that recent investments in apprenticeships, urban farms, and school-based programs will help young people to see a future for themselves in ag. In the state legislature, Senator Vogel has tried to advance that effort, too. In 2019, he proposed a tax credit for farmers who transfer land or other assets to beginning farmers. The bill won unanimous approval, but since it passed, only about two dozen beginners have been certified to participate in the program, showing that even more work may be needed. On Lee Herring reporting for WSKG News.